Good day and welcome to The Middle Podcast. Thank you for tuning in today to what is the third of four weeks in this Advent season for Living Word Church in Oak Harbor, Washington. My name is Jim Nelson, and for the next eight minutes, I'll be your host as we look into our scriptures together with the overall goal of bonding ourselves deeper into the Word of God, and all of that based off of our last Sunday's sermon. It was great this past Sunday to tune into our online church and see Katie Barnhart delivering the sermon. Her topic was Christian joy, a tough topic for sure, and she pulled from John 15, 11 and John 16, 22 to get us started. So I thought we'd start off this week the same way that she did and take just a few seconds to remind us of John's testimony by reading these verses together. So here goes, John 15, 11. This verse is taken from the end of a conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples shortly before his eventual betrayal and arrest. All of the teachings are just fascinating. I mean, considering Jesus is trying to encourage his followers and knowing that they will fall away over the course of the next few days. But in this particular exchange, his encouragement is for them to stay connected to him, to abide in me, he says multiple times. And this encouragement is given so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. His joy is connected to my fullness of joy, verse 11 says. Now, despite the circumstances, despite the suffering you'll witness, despite the shunning and shaming that you will soon face, despite all of that, Jesus' desire is that our joy, or their joy in this case, remains full. They are not going to feel great. As a matter of fact, their feelings are just about to bottom out very, very soon in the story. But even in that, their joy can remain filled. How about John 16, 22? Let's look at that. First off, John's writing here comes out of the same teaching opportunity that chapter 15 came from. Again, right before his arrest, it's full of great stuff. In this instruction, where Jesus is talking about his departure from the earth, he acknowledges that they will experience weeping, they'll experience grief, they'll experience great sorrow, all of that when he leaves. But Jesus reassuringly says, it's okay to feel those things now. But he adds, I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice and let no one take your joy from you. Now, something is going on here beyond just feelings and emotions, right? Yep, those things are present, but underneath all of that is this reality of biblical joy. Now go back to the sermon real quick. Katie said on Sunday that Christian joy is best described as a state of being. Being, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, who I really am made to be, but you know, even that personal description of it really I don't think is a good portrayal of it all. I, I really think this being is to, to whom I'm really made to be close to, to whom I'm really made to be attached, or to whom I'm really made to be in the presence of. I think that's a better way of describing my being. And all of that, rather than just any passing moment or fleeting circumstance. I fully admit this is hard to do. Getting beyond these emotions, getting beyond fear or uncertainty about what the future holds, or getting beyond the hurt and pain that I've experienced in the past, all of that, it's not easy. So one of the ways that 
has helped me build up my certainty in what biblical joy is comes from just an incredible account of faith that happened in 2007. Do you remember the story about the South Korean aid workers in Afghanistan? If you don't, I'll recap just a bit to get us all on the same page. In July of 2007, Afghani Taliban forces captured and held hostage 23 South Korean missionary aid workers while they were riding in a public bus that was going from Kandahar to Kabul. They were imprisoned, obviously, and their lives threatened unless the Afghan government released Taliban prisoners. Within a couple of weeks, two of the hostages, one of them being the pastor of the church in South Korea who had organized a whole aid effort, he was on the trip also, he and another male were killed to show the seriousness of the Taliban demands, while the remaining were kept hostage for just a little over a month. And what you can imagine is very difficult and very stressful circumstances, for sure, right? Finally, on the 29th and the 30th of August, in two separate releasings, the remaining hostages were repatriated back to South Korea. Now, since then, obviously, some of their story has come out that is just quite remarkable. One being that they had some pages that were torn from a Bible as they were taken hostage, and in captivity, they ripped these pages into smaller shreds and secretly passed around to each other so that everybody had something from God's Word that they could just grasp onto. The hope that they felt just from having these scraps of paper from the Scriptures was enough to bring joy and confidence to some very dark days. But the joy that they experienced goes beyond even this, and this is remarkable. In a conversation that Francis Chan had with some of the former hostages, Many of them expressed a longing to be back in captivity because of the closeness to Jesus that they experienced. Chan said that they, that they told him, and I quote the article, When I was surrounded by these soldiers, I felt the presence of Jesus in there with me. Now that we're back in Seoul, I'm trying to experience that intimacy with him, but I can't. I fast and I pray, but I still don't feel it. I would rather be back there because of the intimacy I had with Jesus. I think what we're hearing in their story is an account of joy in the promise of Jesus' presence and in the promise of God's Word, despite their circumstances. This story, more than any I've heard during my Christian life, helps me put experiencing biblical joy in a context. It certainly pulls me into the two verses that Uh, from John that Katie highlighted this week, being grafted and connected and abiding in Jesus through his word, they had scraps of it. I've got the entirety of it right in front of me in three different versions. And in the presence of Jesus, they experienced with certainty that Jesus was with them as prisoners in a violent and evil place, right there with them. I will see you again, he says in John 16. He is with us no matter the heights nor the depths of our human experience. To me, that's all joy. That's it for this week. Tune in again next Tuesday as we will explore one more topic of Advent, peace. I'm so excited to dive into that topic also. See you again soon. Thank you for listening to The Middle Podcast today. If you liked our conversation, please let others know and where they can find us.